So complaining is okay in my book because getting and staying in shape after 40 isn't easy. Now, of course, it's doable, but surely at this age, we've earned the right to moan about it while we're doing the healthy thing. Today, I want to have a good old moan about what, in the opinion of me and the guys I coach, are the top 23 pains in the ass about getting in shape as we get older. But rest assured, this isn't just a pity party. I'll be giving you solutions and workarounds for every problem so you can stay in shape in your 40s and beyond. Hey, Chris here from Over 40 Freaking Awesome, helping you get and stay in shape after 40 without doing anything remotely weird or hardcore. Subscribe if that sounds like the type of information you need in your busy life. But let's jump in and sprint through these 23 problems and solutions to getting your ass in shape as you get older. Number one, there's a stupid lack of time. Spouse, kids, boss, everyone wants a piece of us if we just had 10 spare hours for working out and prepping healthy food, we'd be in such good shape, right? So, schedule your workouts like meetings, just fit in two hours of exercise, sliced and diced whatever way you need in your life, plan your weekly meals on Sundays and then shop accordingly and use what time you do have. You will never have enough time. Number two, this pesky energy deficit. You want to go work out or you want to make a healthier dinner, but your brain is fried after a tough day at work and some sleep deprivation. The sofa and some takeout beckon. So just turn up. Just start your workout or begin prepping a healthy meal, but tell yourself you can stop after five minutes if you want, because as you know, starting is always the hardest part. Then pain in the ass number three, motivation is a real roller coaster. So after that initial buzz of being virtuous and starting to work out regularly or eat better, the novelty starts to wear off and doubts about whether this is all working starts to creep in. What you can do is look upon all this as a lifestyle habit, not a project. Recognise not every workout or meal has to be fun and exciting. 80% of the time it will just be average, but that's okay. You're still moving forward. Number four, we have conflicting priorities. You have big plans for multiple workouts and healthy dinners. Then work goes crazy and your kids have these extracurricular things every bloody night. So let's think, when was your last perfect week? Never, right? If your less than perfect week though includes a couple of workouts and limited junk and booze, that's great. Just do what you can when you can. Life will always be a shit show. Then number five, we're overwhelmed by information. So I just scrolled on Instagram for 15 minutes. Now I want to try 10 different diets, five new supplements, and this one weird but awesome exercise that the gurus don't want me to know, apparently. So recognize that lots of diets and workout plans work in theory, but if you have found one that's based on solid science and that works for you, just stick with it. Recognize that social scrolling is just going to mess with your head. Then one huge pain in the ass is number six, the lack of immediate results. We think I've worked out for three weeks, I have said no to cake multiple times, and I had a salad last Thursday. Why am I not in cover model shape yet? I really am trying. This one is very, very common. So first off, we need to have realistic expectations around all this, like losing a pound a week of fat or some visible body shape changes after six weeks. 
and then track your weight and measurements so you know if it's all working. Otherwise, again, you'll mess with your head. Number seven, being on a diet is hard. Now, all diets seem to have rules to remember that don't necessarily fit in nicely with how we and our families eat normally. And as such, the extra effort required means we eventually just can't be bothered anymore. The solution to this, though, is just don't be on a diet at all. Eat in a kind of waistline-friendly way forever. High-protein breakfast and lunches Monday to Friday. Use Google to find some recipes for that. And then have controlled portions for family dinners. Then weekends, just do whatever. Keep this all as simple as possible. Then number eight, balancing social obligations is also tough. If you never went out, there would be a lot less temptation to overdo things, calorie-wise or with booze. But unfortunately, you're too hot and funny for your own good. And so people keep inviting you places. It's all about balance here. A couple of beers and a dessert after a meal isn't going to kill your progress. But... If this type of thing happens multiple times per week and when you do so you can't stop yourself from over-consuming things, then that will stop your progress. And now one of my personal biggest gripes, number nine, feeling old and creaky sucks. Yes, it does. It can take a while for me to get moving in the mornings, clicking and crunching around the place until I warm up. Then when you go work out, you can start avoiding things that make your body a bit angry. It can feel like your body... It's fighting with you constantly and that leaves you a little bit demotivated. Here's my solution. Any niggle that doesn't go away after a week, just go see a physio. Stop trying to self-diagnose with YouTube videos. Living with pain and tightness is zero fun. And then always start your workout with some mobility work just to grease the grooves a little. Number 10, stress then wrecks everything. You've a plan in place to be in shape in no time and then life throws you these curveballs, family strife, work deadlines, financial worries, it all kind of weighs on our minds and exercising falls way down the priority list and then we start self-medicating with food and booze. The solution, and I'll cover this next, but just get to bed. Sleep does give you the mental recovery time that you need to cope with life. Then if you add in some walks in nature and removing those kind of mood hoover people from your life, your stress levels will drop significantly. But then on to pain in the ass number 11, I can't get no sleep. Now sleep deprivation kills your motivation, messes with your hunger signals so you snack more and leaves you feeling just completely zonked after five minutes of working out even when you do get to the gym. So sleep truly has the power to wreck and fix everything. Don't overthink this. Get to bed at 10.30 Monday to Friday. Take magnesium so your sleep hormones kick in at the right time and leave your phone downstairs. Getting more sleep is simple, just stick to those wee habits. Then number 12, there's no one to answer to. You can easily convince yourself in the moment that it's logical to blow off the workout, eat the cheesecake or stay up late. Your inner asshole that I've talked about before is very persuasive. There needs to be a consequence for not doing the planned workout or eating right, whether that's a habit building app a workout partner or <coughs> online coach, get some accountability and you'll be flying, I promise you. Then number 13, being healthy is super expensive. So fancy gym memberships, pricey supplements, lots of meat and healthy foods, it adds up very quickly. And getting in shape becomes this added cost each month alongside all your other bills and you feel you just can't afford to get in shape right now. But don't let this kind of lack of funds be an excuse. Work out at home with 
secondhand weights. Use ground meat as your main protein source and ignore most supplements. You don't need them. Moving more and eating less doesn't really cost anything. Number 14, we get more injuries and we have longer recovery times. There can be your sciatica, your knee thing, your hip thing, your neck thing. You seem to constantly get hit by some little niggle just when it feels like you're building up a head of steam with your training and then the thought occurs to you, maybe I'm getting too old for all this and it, it gets harder and harder to get back on the horse each time. So build a mobility routine into your day, even in bed before you get up, you can do some stretches or after your shower so that you stay limber and flexible and injury free. And again, just go see a damn professional to get any of those longer term niggles fixed for good. Number 15, we just can't get started. You're waiting for life to calm down so you have enough time and energy to devote to Operation Get In Shape, but that magical week of calm never seems to come around. So you wait and you wait. So here's the thing, just start now. Regardless of how busy this week is, if you've only time for one 20-minute workout this week, great, do that. If you can't prepare healthy dinners this week, fine, just eat less of your unhealthy dinners. And if you've no time for say some mindfulness or a stress busting walk just get to bed earlier start where you are and just do what you can every week then pain in the ass number 16 is feeling like a technophobe now you've got a workout app some garmin running map thing on your phone maybe you use my fitness pal to track calories you wear a fitbit you've data coming out of your ears about how much you're uh, training and eating but no idea what it really all means or what to do with this information. So these days, I'm back to using a notepad and pencil to track my workouts. I don't track calories anymore. I've learned to eyeball portions, having worked out ballpark calories of my regular meals. And with wearables like Fitbits, they're great if you know what to do with the data. Otherwise, they're just a waste of money. Number 17, your lovable pesky family gets in the way. You want to eat more healthily, but your family doesn't. You want to work out, but your family needs you to drive them places. You want to get to bed early, but your spouse has other ideas and wants to watch TV. WTF, I think the kids say. We can fix this one too, not by locking your family in the basement, as tempting as that probably is for you some days, like me. Don't change your family dinner favourites, just change your portion sizes. Agree your workout times with your household so that they know you're unavailable. And just get your family on board in some way and supporting you in what you're trying to do for yourself. And in that way, there will be fewer bumps along the way. Then number 18, even your workplace makes things hard. So there's cake for so-and-so's birthday. People are going out to the pub for lunch to celebrate Mr. X doing thing Y. Plus then you're sitting down all day and staring at a screen and hardly moving. Your workplace can really suck when you're trying to get yourself in shape. So I hate to tell you this, but the mere existence of cake in your vicinity does not mean you must eat the cake. Going to the pub also does not mean that you need to feast on beer and wings. Just try to have some control in those situations. And go for a walk in your office too every 30 minutes just to stretch your legs. Even if that means you're just going for a sneaky visit to the bathroom to look at your phone. Then number 19, we can also get derailed by work travel. So I used to travel with a corporate job. I always had these big plans to work out. I even brought a Swiss ball and a wee hand pump on a business trip to bloody Australia. Envisaging doing crunches every morning in my hotel room on my Swiss ball. And I just hung clothes on it. 
Jet lag, boozy client dinners, long work days, feeling like all of our meals on these trips should be exciting really makes these things quite messy. So flip your mindset. Stop seeing work travel as a vacation where you're living it up to the max daily. You don't really need a four-course breakfast in your hotel every morning. Use the hotel gym before breakfast if it has one and just learn from me. Leave your Swiss ball at home. Then on to number 20, our mental health struggles can keep us stuck too. When I was younger, I thought my 40s would be plain sailing. I've got more money, I'll have fewer worries. How wrong I was. If anything, we have more stress and more to worry about the older that we get. And our mental health can suffer as depressive thoughts refuse to go away sometimes. This obviously makes getting in shape difficult to get motivated about. So for me, getting in shape needs to come from a place of deciding here, I'm worth taking care of and I want to take better care of myself and then building habits from there. So if you don't think right now that you're worth taking care of, please do reach out and talk to someone. Number 21, we're almost there. Everyone online looks hot. You can be feeling quite good about your progress. Then you have a quick scroll online and you see dozens of six packs, glistening bodies, people talking about their snazzy, amazing programs and you think, hmm, Maybe I don't look that good after all. I don't think I'm ever going to look that good. Look, it's true. You will not look as good as some buff 21-year-old online guru. But you also can't compare your day one to someone else's day 3000 or whatever. Never mind someone who hasn't been through what you and your body have been through over the last 20 years. Just do you. Pain in the ass 22, we can't find the right information. So Guru A says do this, but then Guru B says do the opposite. A study says drink red wine, another says don't, it kills you. There's so much conflicting information that it's almost impossible to know what's the right thing to do. So in a way, I actually miss encyclopedias, definitive answers. The solution to this is Find a couple of YouTubers, podcasters or writers that you connect with whose approach that you like and just stick with them. You don't need to keep playing the field and confusing yourself. And then our final pain in the ass when trying to stay in shape after 40 is that long-term planning is extremely dull. So getting started is quite exciting. Sticking with it and then making progress for a couple of months is also fun and rewarding. You feel great. But then you realise hold on, I have to do this health shit forever? That's a long time. And then the prospect of plodding away at all of this for decades is fairly underwhelming. But this is exactly why it's vital to start getting yourself in shape by building sustainable habits instead of anything that's too high maintenance. Firstly, just commit now to taking care of yourself forever. But then when you build that habit and commitment to taking care of yourself, you now have time to explore different approaches every, say, six to eight weeks to keep things interesting. So there's your 23 pains in the ass. I'm sure at least a few of those struck a chord with you. Check out the link in the description for a free calories and macros calculator if you're struggling to know what and how to eat to lose a little weight these days. And of course, remember to subscribe so you never miss anything from me. I look forward to chatting soon though, mate. Take care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.